Hey, how are you going? Hope you're having a, a fantastic day. This is the podcast called Healthy-ish from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. And as this ep drops on a Friday in the hot seat in our studio is Ash Austin. She, of course, is our digital director. And we're going to chat through three stories that made us spit out our green juices this week. Welcome back to Healthy-ish and also welcome back to Australia. Thank you. It's good to be back. Jet lag? I'm fine. I feel really good. I think if you stay up all day, the day you get back and then you wait till night to go to bed, it doesn't get you. That's my yeah, hot tip. Good tip. Now, for those who don't know, Ash has just come back from um, Vancouver where she went over with Lululemon. Yes, it was very fun. We checked out their HQ. It was very, very impressive to see where all of our favourite leggings are made. I know. This is not a paid post but no. I love little yeah. lemon leggings <laughs> I mean I know I did say to them when I was there you know a lot of people just buy these to just lounge around in and they were like oh yeah we know yeah we know but I actually love mine for running yeah okay anyway yeah, they're multi-purpose <laughs> we uh we both do love lululemon but we also love body and soul and Indeed. this week what story was most intriguing to you and the readers Yes, yeah, so a really interesting piece we ran was about the uptake of people taking the diabetes drug metformin to look younger. So not Move over Ozempic. Yes, yes. We're talking about a different diabetes drug. We just can't keep taking – we're taking all their medication basically. This is for a different reason though. So metformin, for those who don't know, it's used to control blood glucose sugar levels in people who have type 2 diabetes. And in 2019, the global industry was valued at $370 million, and that figure is expected to balloon to $560 million by 2026. So I mean, that doesn't surprise me because that is the leading, I know at least in the US, the leading disease, lifestyle disease at the moment yeah. is type 2 diabetes. And I'm sure we're not far behind. Actually, I think that is correct in Australia as well. I'm only saying the US because mm. I just listened to a podcast about diabetes um, in the US and they need the medication more than people Absolutely. who are wanting to, you know, look younger. But, there, I mean, there is some science behind it. A 2014 study found that people with type 2 diabetes taking metformin actually lived longer than those without type 2 diabetes who have not been prescribed mm. the drug. So, you know, while another study also found that around the same time uh, it increased lifespan and health span, and the health span in mice. So there is some science around it, but uh, the exact figures of people using it off-label uh, are not available, of course, and it's kind of tricky to pin down. But anecdotal evidence um, from the internet suggests that there's definitely um, some some people taking it for reasons that are not that they have diabetes. So basically they're taking it to live for longevity. For longevity, but the for the knock-on effect of that is that they look younger as well. So when you st- a lot of people say sugar ages you, and so when you have your blood glucose levels under control, that's what's helping you look younger. That's interesting. It'll be mm. interesting to watch that space. I mean, and you often th- wonder whether people have just changed their diet or whether it as well as taking the drug or whether it's the drug or I do think this area of diabetes drugs aka weight loss drugs aka longevity drugs Mm -hmm. is a really interesting area yeah to watch absolutely and I think when you look at those figures what the industry is valued at it's only growing Mm. personally I don't think you need drugs to live longer you just need to (laughs) 
you know, do as the Mediterraneans longer. do. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> eat that. Eat. Oh, drink that olive oil. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about a – it's a really small study actually, but I th- thought it was quite interesting and would be of interest to you, dear listeners. It's – it basically confirms that social media is shaping our health, which shock horror. I, well, I, I know it's so it's it's an obvious. Actually, when we were at Women's Health, we used to do something on um, where we had this little tag that was like the most obvious study ever. Yes. What was it? Yeah, I can't remember I, the actual term we used, or I mean, we called it like the bullshit study or something. Anyway, I felt like this was it, but I thought it was. It's still interesting. It just confirmed everything that we probably think. Yeah. That. You know, we talk a lot on this podcast about social media and its impact on our well-being and health. So this was a small study by researchers from the University of Sydney in the journal Health Marketing Quarterly. So it is a peer-reviewed study. It was only 30 women aged 18 to 35. But as I said, it confirms what we all know, that women, it confirmed that women follow the advice of influencers as readily as they follow the advice of health professionals. Mm, I would buy that. Basically, if you connect with someone in their story on social media, you're more likely to take up their advice. Participants also said they were highly encouraged to take up and maintain diet and exercise regimes if the influencer promoting them had similar life or health experiences to them or even a similar body type. Wow. So it's quite incredible. I think this is incredible. Let me um, read a quote from lead author Claire Davis. She said, women reported being drawn to social media influencers who shared intimate details of their lives and whose personal narratives they could relate to. So they, this included experience a similar health issue to the influencer like endometriosis or discussing things like fertility and relationship challenges. It's incredible because you see that in the boom of people with ADHD diagnoses now that recent news that's come out, there's been a real spike in people looking to be diagnosed with that and being diagnosed with that. But a lot of it stemmed from social media during COVID. And I agree. And it can be really helpful to follow someone, you know, that's going through something and then you start questioning, hang on, am I you know, with endo say, is this, am I feeling these pains? Are mm-hmm. my periods irregular? Maybe I have, have this. So I think, again, a reminder, great to follow and associate with people, you know, who are going through similar experiences, but Absolutely. also check credentials before you follow advice. Absolutely. Ash, did that sound like a lecture? No. No, just a reminder. No, just a reminder, just a hot tip, but a I hot takeaway. Was, I like that. So anyway. <laughs> I just didn't want to say, I didn't want it to sound to listeners. Here I am lecturing you no, again. No, no, no. You, your social media feeds are fine with us. Yes. And you know what? Often I say that as a reminder to myself. Like, yep. okay, remember when you're looking through social. Anyway, just quickly before we go, mm. give us a quick rundown of the most click story of the week. Yes. So the most click story of the week is a piece we ran on these non-alcoholic drinks that still make you feel tipsy. So it's quite interesting. An Australian company has developed a non-alcoholic beverage that gives you a cognitive buzz and it's called Newt. So it's packed with herbal extracts or nootropics, which is where the name comes from, that can help boost your concentration and memory. And according to the founders, it's enough to ease drinkers into a relaxed state while also energizing the mind. Have you drunk this? I have not tried it, but if you are looking for a midweek tipple, it could be worth giving a whirl. It's, a, it's you know, it's got less calories than alcohol and less hangover risk slash no hangover risk. Can so. we just talk about the term cognitive buzz? Yeah. I, I, I mean, love look, that. It's, I, I would be interested to see what their marketing team was. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're working it hard, the marketing team there. But in saying that, there's, you know, there's a yeah. bit of research around this area. So watch this space. Exactly. And for people who aren't, who are super curious. Yeah, absolutely. This is a good not? midweek drink, I would say. Okay, Ash, we need to try it. We do. We'll report back. See you next week. Bye. Have you tried Newt? That might give you a cognitive buzz. I'd love to know if it actually does. Wouldn't you? That whole area of nootropics is actually quite interesting. We have done a few episodes on it before. Actually, if you do have anything you would like us to talk about, please DM me at Felicity Harley and Ash and I can, well, have a good old chat about it. If you did like this chat, you can listen to other chats with Ash and I. If you want more from us, bodyandsoul.com.au is a place to go. You can join the conversation on social media. You can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share this with a friend. And until tomorrow, stay healthy. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.